Hey everybody and welcome back to Nerd to the Third, episode 21. Your stop for video games, movies, and nerd culture. We're bringing you the power of three with your host, Nick, Nate, and this fork. Nate's vape. No, Oh, God. That's the third My year. ears. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much for joining us today. Um, uh, we'll, we'll, real quick grinding today. Um, today is the official, like, last show, like, last, like, live. Well, I mean, it's not even live, but you know what I mean. This is our last show of the year. Um, everything else will be pre-recorded, but we have gotten enough stuff for you. We've been working tirelessly. Like, I mean... Here's the th- <laughs> here's the thing. I was like, I was thinking to myself, it's like, well, you know, this is what I want to do for a living, and we've been recording every day of the week. But the difference is, is that you know, like, it's not actually my job yet. So it's like it makes it harder because it's like you know, I got a wife and kid. Whereas if if we get a nice studio or something that, or even just my, my own room where I can do my own stuff and like have a light outside, it's like on air. Leave me the alone <laughs> it'd be right, different but since right. it's not my job and i have this other you know actual job that gives me money it's like it can be kind of hard getting this much content out in this much of time and so now you know now we'll be able to uh, all of december we're not going to be recording any of our podcasts we still might do like a, a live stream here and there but all our podcasts will be previously recorded so that we can kind of just take december off and hopefully the uh, point of that is to come back in January and it'll be like a new year, new me, and we'll come out and we'll just hit it with a good stride. That is the plan and we're hopefully sticking to it. <laughs> so um, go to TX3 Productions on Twitter or ThreadX3 Productions on Facebook. Also add a at Gmail and that is our um, email, ThreadX3Productions at gmail.com. All right, so let's get right into it with It Came From the Interweb. Hey, everybody. This is Nick from the future. So we recorded this early so that we can make sure to have the uh, holiday weekend off, basically. So I kind of already feel like everybody has talked the ninja thing into the ground. I just wanted to give you guys a heads up that we're going to be talking about ninja and if you've already heard enough about ninja and you're just tired of it because it's already been like a whole week since it's happened i completely understand and uh the timestamp of when we start the next subject is in the description down below so you can go there and you can skip all this if you don't want to hear our input or if you do keep listening so i feel like the number one thing that everybody was talking about it started really kind of soft And then it just got worse and worse as the internet does what it does and it starts looking into a person's past. And that is, of course, Ninja and his band Fury. It started out with a kiss. How did it end up like this? Yeah. It was only a kiss. It was was only a kiss. (laughs) And when she touches like this and she moves it like that. Shake, 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 shake it. Shit. So, I mean, you you've kind of seen this. Like, how much of it do you really know? Uh, I mean, a little. I don't know the the absolute details of it. It's just yeah. 
kind of it's starting to become another oh what did ninja do in the news right and i'm almost surprised because you know i'm a i'm a regular of philip defranco um and i'm definitely surprised this isn't something that he talked because i want to say it happened over the weekend um over the last weekend so i mean obviously that's why we didn't really talk well it was probably more like monday or tuesday i can't remember but it really started breaking free um over the last couple of days because um obviously he does an interview responding to the hatred basically of him you know basically uh he thought he got stream sniped but then later on it comes out oh i was drinking so i was like whatever and so like that somehow like that's pretty much that's pretty much his ambien um excuse or whatever so um but then, of course, like I said, the internet does what the internet does, and they start going uh, into his past and all the clips that they were able to find of him being like, hey, ban this person, ban this person, and false banning people. And so that's really what we're going to be talking about the most today is the false banning. Like, what's your thoughts on that? Ban culture is very interesting to me. Now, when it comes to Twitch, when it comes to YouTube, whatever, streaming as a whole, it's culture I'm very novice at. Yes, definitely. But but I I, I, I don't really watch. I watch highlights of a specific YouTuber named is Jordy Jordan, also known as Wings of Redemption. But he he is someone I know that goes on a banning spree in almost every stream that he does. Maybe not everyone, but highlighted, it looks like it's everyone. And it, it granted, now he does have a lot of trolls, like people who will specifically tip him just so he can read whatever troll remark that they make, which is understandable. Um, uh-huh. But he's it's constant, like, ban him for saying whatever. If he brings up, like, the thing that gets me about him is that when people give him valid criticisms, like saying, hey, maybe you should try this differently, be like, ban him for whatever, because he doesn't want to hear it. And so band culture, I find very interesting to go to stream sniping, stream sniping would frustrate the shit out of me. I completely understand that. But if it's not happening on a regular basis and it happens, especially with some one person in particular, if it just happens every now and then I'm not going to go out of my way to ban someone. Now, if I'm being constantly stream sniped, then and I'm, you know, getting tired of dealing with it, then yeah, I'll, I'll see about getting them banned because that's, that's trollish behavior and trolls should be punished. But I think that there is like with anything else in society and just in general, I think that there is a degree of leniency that we have to show this. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I really do feel like his reaction was just, it was really weird because like, the clip is he gets killed and then he keeps watching the guy and they're like, he's going to do the emote. He's going to do the emote. And then like 10 seconds later, he does an emote and they use that as proof to say that he was stream sniping. Like how is that proof that they're stream sniping? I honestly don't like, I feel like that's a natural occurrence for them to, for them to, um, you know, you do an emote after you kill somebody. It's like your way of celebrating, basically. Yeah. You know what I mean? That could so be like, that could be someone that he that that's what I'm getting at is maybe this was someone who had either done it before or he knew of that he may be doing this. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean that I mean, I don't as far as him like going on to Keemstar and like trying to um 
save himself, basically. That's not something that came up as far as... And you think that if that was your defense, that'd be something you brought up like, oh, I've been dealing with this guy forever, and so I just got sick of his stuff. You know, and of course, he made the mistake of saying, I never ban or I never false ban or whatever. So, of course, like I said, people just go out and they find all these clips of him just getting pissed off. You know, and his excuse for a couple of them was the fact that he had been drinking. And it's like... Is that acceptable? That it's like you're no. just willing to ban people because you're with drinking your sta- a little bit with your stature. That's completely unacceptable. Because right, that is and a I, that's one thing. Of power. Right, that is one thing that a lot of people are harping on is the fact that he's ninja. He is Epic's go-to guy when it comes to. They had a new Galaxy phone came out, and they're talking about Fortnite. Who did they go to? Did they go to Joe Schmo, who's Fortnite streaming? No, they went to freaking Ninja. So, and I mean, they, he even went to f- as far in the clip that everybody, that this all started from, he even went as far as to like, it looked like he was texting and or emailing somebody on his phone. So like he has a personal person that he goes to or something, yeah. which is BS. So, and I mean, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to, I was going to change something else. Go ahead. Finish what you're no, saying. I'm, I, I don't know what else to, what else to say other than it's just, it's just, well, so when with- you have your stature. I mean, that's that that's the one thing that kind of both of us have already, you know, talked about. But when you're at your point, it's like when PewDiePie started doing all his stuff. It just doesn't make sense. Do you think you're going to get away with it? You know, you there's this nifty little thing on your hub, and I'm I mean I'm pretty sure he's one of the people that has like three fucking monitors that he's looking at. So he has one for his game, one for his chat, one for his analytics or whatever. So he can see that there's like blah blah thousand or hundred people watching him, and he honestly thinks that there's not somebody who's gonna like take it wrong. Yeah, you know. I mean, it just doesn't make any sense. You are a person who is in the limelight. You are no longer just any streamer. You are the streamer. So how can you make us look that way? How can you make anybody look that way? You are the face of streaming. If anybody has an example for streaming, it's him. And he's doing like that and making anybody who even wants to get into the business they're, he's making them look bad. He's making us look bad. It's like when Logan Paul does something, anybody who's on YouTube looks bad now because anybody who wants to talk about YouTube, they'll talk about the biggest person on YouTube, which is fucking Logan Paul. Yeah. Well, like with, with Ninja, you know, he's, I feel like this past year he's had a lot of controversies. One of the, one of the only ones that I've seen that I will give to him, and I I don't think I was actually on this episode when uh, I think you and T Foles talked about it, mm-hmm. but when the whole thing of him not streaming with women came out, oh right, I I I did my research on that. I watched DeFranco's show, I watched Keemstar stuff, I watched anybody else's, and I read all the articles that I could about it. Right, that one I sided with him on, and I think that it's bad for him to come out and say that. Right. So, but no, no, no. Okay, let me. I don't think he's wrong. In the statement he made, I don't think he's wrong by any means. From right. what I read of it was, hey, I have a very committed relationship. 
I know how many trolls are out there. I know how many people who yep. want to take me down. So I'm not for my and my relationship's sake going to stream with other women because I don't want anybody to make up any kind of stories. Right. Now, I think because the fact that he's popular and the fact that he said that immediately it was like, F- ninja, he's a misogynistic, blah, blah, blah. And I don't think that was, that was it at all. So that one I gave to him. But other stuff like this, I can't. I can't because it just, it looks like a very clear abuse of power. And also mm-hmm. from what streams I've watched of Ninja, I don't watch very many, but from what I have... You can kind of, if you're, not everybody can, but most people can kind of get an air about someone, can kind of get an idea of what the type of person someone is by watching them, even in a realistic setting of watching them live playing games. Mm-hmm. He just kind of seems, I don't want to say pompous, but he seems like the type yeah. of person who's like, I know that I'm up here. And right. so that's how I'm acting. So circling back to the beginning of this, that's just that's just not okay. I mean, there's no. ways to go about banning stuff, but if you go on a ban spree for whatever, it's just I, the ban culture. I just find so fucking interesting. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, there was even a part afterwards that you know he was. Uh, I don't know if it was the day after, but basically he said that if anybody even mentions false banning, then ban them from my um, channel, and not just a temporary ban. He's talking about a full ban. And these are people who, like, subscribe to him, give him $5. Now, granted, there's a lot of people who have Amazon Prime, and so they get the free $5. But that's still, they're deciding, here's $5 of money that I could give to anybody on Twitch. And I'm deciding to give that $5, which, I mean, I don't know how much, you know, uh, Twitch takes out of it. I don't know how much taxes take out of it. But still, here's $5 to you because I support what you do. I think the biggest thing that really pisses me off other than, like I said before, he is the face of streaming. And that is one thing that just absolutely pisses me off, but it's the audacity that he has to be like, don't bully people. Don't bully people. And then he tries like this. It's just ridiculous for him to have such a high, you know, mark on himself. And I'm like, I am the biggest that has ever been and then just uh, like go on tv you go on tv you go in front of millions of people and you're just like i am i am the face and i'm just gonna be like don't bully people it's so wrong and it's like so many so many clips that you can find of him before and after he's made those type of statements where he's just a asshole Uh you know and it's like you could try to say, oh, well, that's he's just putting on a show for his stream. He's showing people, just like Logan Paul's showing people, that if you act like this, you make lots of money. That's what he's showing people, and it's ridiculous. 100% agree. 100% yeah. agree. I mean, I'm just, I'm getting really worked up, but it's just because, like, I think of me trying to start up streaming. Like, that's one goal we would like to have for next year. And,. I think of that and it's like, do I need to come up with this character? You know, because I like in the past, I actually talked to somebody. We'll call him Slade. It's not his real name, obviously. <laughs> Slade. <laughs> also known as Deathstroke. <laughs> right. Oh, he's Deadpool, right? Oh, oh yeah, he's Deadpool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyway, Slade. And he talked about how he came up with a character and that's he streams as that character. And I'm like really like but he he was talking to me as if i had to come up 
with a character in order to even have a chance of making it. So here we are. We want to start streaming next year. We want that to be a part of what we start doing going forward so that we can kind of cover all our bases, basically. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I do that, but then it's like, do I have to be an asshole? Do I have to? I mean, I know I don't have to, but when you look at when you look at Ninja and just the absolute sheer amount of numbers, whether or not you agree with it, he's making bank. And so it's like, okay, so if I'm not that guy, am I just not going to get as many numbers? And it's it's a weird thing to even have to worry about, but that's what I'm talking about. That's why I'm getting so worked up about it because it's like a normal Joe who doesn't go on huge rants and scream at the top of their lungs because I've also seen other people do that. I mean, like, am I not going to get the attention that I would obviously like to get? I mean... Who who wants to stream and not get any attention? Let's just be fucking honest. You know what I mean? Um, right. But it's like, am am I gonna get less attention because I'm not an asshole? Because I'm not screaming at the top of my lungs and not going on like a whiny little bitch? Like, well, it really just depends on the person. I mean, the type I, of I don't. I hope so. I don't watch streams a whole lot just because that's not the type of entertainment that I consume because I have a very specific schedule of, of what I go to. I mean, you have a specific set of skills Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, that I mean, maybe I know there's a lot of people who stream during the day. So there's a lot of times recently where like with my job, I have like installations I have to do per day pretty much. And they range yeah. from either morning, afternoon or evening. So there are a lot of times like with this past week, I've had several that were in the afternoon or I'm sorry. Yeah. In, in the evening. And so I basically had the whole day to myself. So, you know, if I wanted to, I could watch, you know, someone stream, but what I'm getting at is, is anytime that I have watched streams in the past, they were, Hey, I'm going to watch this person that I know stream, hang out with them. You know, they're playing games. We'll have just some chit chat. That's the kind mm-hmm. of content as far as streaming goes that I like. I'm not tuning in to watch Ninja go f-ing crazy or watch right. Dr. Disrespect put on this massive character and do really good at the game. So it really just depends on the person. Yeah. And I guess what I'm trying to get at slash is audience. That, yeah. And, that is what I'm trying to get at is the fact that when you look at Dr. Disrespect, who puts on a character, when you look at Ninja, who is known for his tirades or whatever, and you look at their numbers, it's like it kind of it kind of makes you feel like just a, a an insect in mm-hmm. comparison, yeah. which anybody who wants to start up streaming, you already have to worry about being an insect amongst an ocean of other streamers. And so. I don't know. I guess I don't know what I'm specifically trying to get at, but I'm just saying that like like that just makes everybody look bad. Mm-hmm. Whether or not you're meaning to or not, you're just making every Twitch streamer because there's so many examples. I guess that's another thing. There's so many examples of people just going on tirades, going on ban sprees, you know, saying ban this person if they even mention something. There's so many examples, not just Wings of Redemption, Dr. Disrespect, Ninja. I mean, I guess I don't know if Dr. Disrespect does bans, but I'm just, you know, I guess I'm generalizing. There's just so many different examples of people who will ban, who will just have giant rants about how they hate this, hate that. And, you know, it just, it does kind of make me worried because then like, what if, what if I go to my Thanksgiving dinner and I try to explain to somebody that I stream, um, on a regular basis, 
are they going to look at me and be like, oh, so you let la- you yell into a camera for money? And I'm like, well, no, that's not what I do. That's not how I do it. So now I have this stigma that I have to somehow get past the general audience because I'm, I have to somehow convince them that, no, that's not me. That's not how I do it. And mm. so I guess that's what I'm trying to get at. You know what I mean? It's not the it's not necessarily that, you know, I'm worried that I have to be an asshole in order to stream it's more that i have to somehow convince people that i'm not and why should i have to fucking do that in the first place right you know i mean especially the especially people who don't know what streaming is and they just see it on fox news and they see the you know the you know hit pieces basically on whether it be facebook or something and they like okay so they associate that because maybe they're over 40 or they're over 50 or something and so i have to somehow explain to grandpa that i stream and then he just looks at me and he gives me just this judgmental, oh, that's what you do? Like, yeah, um, well, I mean, that's been the stigma for years. Is right, it, you right. Know, and, and it's not getting any better because yeah. of like this. And now we're starting as a, as a community, as like a genre, as I can't think of the right word, but like I remember Rooster Teeth, Rooster Teeth for the longest time. <laughs> What'd you say? Nothing, nothing at all. Rooster Teeth for the longest time, they would always tell stories about them traveling and having to, like uh, going to different countries. They would have to go through customs and they're like, are you here for for business or pleasure? And they're for business. What do you do? They would have to, like they end up, they were saying like they work in like games media or they would say something that's very broad in in the scope of of the internet. Because if they're just like, oh, I make content on the internet, they're like, well, that's not a real business. You know, so. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah. So, like, yeah. It, it just, it, it's a stigma in general. It'll be like, oh, what do you do for a living? Oh, I make content on the internet. Oh, okay. I was like, oh, no, I actually have like 500,000 subs. Like, I have pe- like a million people or 500,000 people who watch my stuff every day. Right. And they're like, oh. And so, yeah, it's, it, we're finally, I think, getting out of that. Like, as, as streaming, Slowly, as content yeah, yeah. creation is getting bigger and bigger and bigger in the pop culture, you know, but. But yeah, I mean, we'd like to know your guys' thoughts on it and what you think about um, the whole ninja situation. Um, if you're a fan of him, I'd definitely like to hear from you and to see like um, if if you are um, supporting him. You know why? Why do you support him? You know why? Why do you think it's okay? Or, or why do you? Why are you on his side rather than you know in the general zeitgeist? I mean, I would definitely like to because I I always want to hear both sides. That's one goal that we have at Threat X Three Productions is to kind of get both sides of it, you know. And I never want to be you know necessarily the person who's getting pissed off about this stuff. So, but I'd like to I'd like to hear from you guys what you thought about the situation. Um, so we're gonna head into our next segment, which is our open discussion. All right, so today's open discussion is um, we've done our own um, game of the year. And so now we kind of wanted to look at the game awards and kind of maybe predict what out of their nominees, because we have our own nominees, which might be similar to theirs, but still. Um, ours are very different because there's just some things we haven't played, like a good 
a good example is Dead Cells. I never played that, so yeah. And ours were very subjective of what our personal ones were. Exactly. Whereas, you know, whereas obviously, Games of the Years is all the games of the year. So I, with different I, I th- industries. Yeah. 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 So I mean, I think it'd be nice to kind of give our predictions. So let's save the game of the year for last because that's obviously the top one. So I guess we can go all the way. Let's go all the way down to the bottom so we get like the bottom one. Nobody. Okay. Ready? There were a lot more categories on here than I thought there were. Yeah. Oh my God. It's still going. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Favorite moment of what? 2017. Why would this be 2017? Um, Is this the right one? Yeah, it is because there was a lot of stuff that happened at the Game Awards last year. Oh, this is talking about the Game Awards last year. Yeah. That's stupid. That is so self-indulgent. Nope. Moving on. (laughs) Content creator of the year. Dr. Lupo. I haven't heard that. Myth Ninja, which I think we know how we feel about that. Who's Pokimane? Uh, Probably probably a streamer who plays Pokemon. I guess so. Will Wreck. I mean, the prediction for this, I feel like, is going to be Ninja. Ninja. Yeah. Which, after what's been happening, I'm not okay with. Uh, and I think it, just in general, all his controversy, you know, I don't know. Like, Dr. Disrespect got it last year, and it's like, I'm okay with that, you know, even though there was stuff that came out afterwards. Um, well, no, I guess I'm not okay with that because I'm a faithful husband. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, I would pro- I would probably say it's it's probably going to be Ninja just because out of these, I know uh, I know like I've I know more of Ninja. I kind of know who Myth is. Like I've seen his logo and stuff before. Yeah. But in the zeitgeist, Ninja I think is the most popular. Now, granted, we've had they've had the um excuse me, the award that Dr. Disrespect won last year and then um the one that Greg Miller won in 2015. Oh, is that um, not the same? I can I a content creator of the year. I don't think it is. I think it was a different award. But uh, I think really it was make content though. <laughs> yeah, but 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 anyway, <laughs> out of all of these, I think Ninja's going to win just because he's the mo- like. If if these guys can rally their audience and get every single one of their audience to vote, then they right. may have a chance. But in the popular vote, I think it's going to be Ninja hands down. Yeah. Uh, this one's a weird one. Best esports moment. C9 comeback when triple. I'm going to abstain from this. Uh, We can just go to the Yeah, what is this? Best eSports host, Alex Golden Boy Mendez, Alex Machine Richardson. I would would abstain from this. Anders Bloom. Yeah, this is weird. I don't know anything about eSports. Anything eSports, we're going to go ahead and skip. Best eSports event, E-League Major Boston, Evo, which is the fighting, League of Legends, Mm. Overwatch, or the International. I would like to think Evo because what I like about Evo is it's not like just Street Fighters. Like, for instance, League of Legends is just League of Legends. Overwatch is just Overwatch. I don't know what the International is. What's that? Uh, I'll look it up. Yeah, look it up real fast. But Evo, what I like about that personally is the fact that it's street fighters it's uh i want to say there's like injustice or something in there uh but it's multiple games so you probably have a better chance at finding something you like dota 2 what international is dota 2 
Oh, okay. So that so then yeah, that that kind of proves my now what's E League major? Mm. Boston. Boston. It happened in Boston. So evil. Just, what do I like about that? Just off of my like ancillary look on this list, it's probably gonna be either Overwatch League or um Evo. Because Overwatch did do uh, wasn't it this year they debuted their leagues? I think it, this was the first year they did officially start. E League they've had. Go ahead. E League is primarily Counter Strike Go. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I mean, I would I would put it between those three: Overwatch, Evo, and E League. Yeah. Um. But who has the most diehard? I would I, like to I think. Wa- Go ahead. I want to say Evo because Evo. Yeah, me too. Has me been too. around for years. You got Evo. You have Smash Brothers, and there are some diehard Smash Bros. Bros. Now, before <laughs> I get wrecked, I'm not saying that get these others on this list haven't been around for years. Right. But in the zeitgeist of everyone right. else knowing what this is, Evo, yeah. I know what Evo is. I know. Yeah. I know that there's League of Legends and Dota tournaments, but I don't. I don't pay attention to them because it's not the games I play. I don't play fighting games, but I know what Evo is. Right. Anybody who doesn't play fighting games at least knows what it is. But uh, the cynic in me wants to say Overwatch just because it's just so... uh, I'm sorry. I mean, I I don't hate Overwatch, but it's also one of those games where it's just like, I don't see what the personal hype is. You know, so like I said, my personal choice would be Evo just because it has multiple games and it's celebrating fighting games in general rather than one specific game. So that's me personally. But I mean, I feel like Overwatch and Evo are the top, top contenders. If anything, if E-League got it and Counter-Strike, Counter-Strike has been around for a very long time. I would almost argue Evo and E-League are probably like the ones that have been around the longest and E-League maybe even longer. So I would love to see them do it just because like, you know, let the, let the, like the tried and true, the ones that's been here for over the years, I'd love to see them. Best esports coach. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> yeah. I'm just hey, go to the all, left, go to the left. Yeah. Shoot, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> I'm 100% skipping all the esports stuff because I'm just best esports team. Cloud Nine is probably the one I know the most, or Fnatic. But I feel like Cloud Nine. They have Cloud Nine on Call of Duty on on. Um, Isn't Glenn their coach? How the hell would I know that, you jackass? I'm talking Glenn. about what 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 else ha, what else do you both of us watch that has Cloud Nine? I don't. Know. What else is Cloud Nine? Superstore. No. yeah i love that show still love it (laughs) uh best esports player sonic fox takiko um who's he uzi uzi what did i just say what did i just say simple (laughs) with a one as uh, for the eye yeah okay an idiot I feel like some of these they chose back when they're like fucking twelve, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm simple." <laughs> Hashtag PS PlayStation won't let us change our names, and if you do, they'll they'll ruin your entire PlayStation career. <laughs> Best esports game. Okay, we can at least talk about this. So this is probably going to be somewhat similar than the events, but we got CS:GO, Dota 2, for League of Legends, or Overwatch. Oh God. The cynic in me wants to say Fortnite just because of how like god awful it is. I think I, mean, I think Overwatch is going to win. 
Um, yeah, I hope so. This will be the like one that I actually hope Overwatch wins. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like its fan base is big enough and still yeah. like yeah. full of passion that that they would vote for it. And you know, of course, the audiences for leagues, Dota and CS:GO, are big as well. But those are very both still niche. Like all three yeah. of those are still well, very very niche. VGAs do are people allowed to vote on it, or is it just the industry people? Industry and it's people both. Vote. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then, so, I mean, there's a very good chance Fortnite will just because of blah, blah. Sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, I think Fortnite's gonna win. I think Fortnite's gonna win a lot of awards. This one, I hope they don't because I don't want them to. It's not, and I don't want. I don't want Fortnite to be success. But in the same exact breath of, I don't want Red Dead to win every single award that it's nominated <laughs> right? for. But I feel like it will. Yeah. But and that and that's well, not me. I'm not saying I don't want the team to get awards for the hard work they put in. I'm not saying that at all. I just right. believe in it. I, this is probably the most socialist thing I'm ever going to f-ing say. Bless me. I apologize. But I would I want a fair, well-rounded out list of hey, this game yeah. is incredible, but let's give it to something else. Yeah. And I mean like to be clear, I'm I'm ragging on Fortnite or whatever, but that's really just out of personal preference. Um I do know that it's obviously a huge, you know, uh IP at this point. And that's not necessarily I'm ragging on it for that. I'm ragging on it for the same reason I'd be ragging on <laughs> Red Dead Redemption. So, just to be clear, I you know, it's and I guess more as an esport, I feel like Overwatch is at least m- funner to watch so that's my personal personal outlook on it so don't if you play fortnite please don't take what i i'm just giving it if anything so uh best debut indie game uh donut county florence would i oh god i heard so much about that it's ridiculous moss the messenger yoko's island express um I want to give it to either Florence or Moss because those are the ones that I've heard nonstop things of. What's the Messenger? Is that the one where it was the uh, puzzles? No, Messenger is the one that it kind of it, it came out a little bit after Donut County did. Okay. Um, it's very it, I, from. Well, my friend Anthony won't shut the f- up about it. Sorry, Anthony, but <laughs> like he says, <laughs> like he's played it. He. He got it on Steam because uh, I know PS Plus friends. They um, they were able to get a code that through the the branding, mm-hmm. so that he played it on Steam. Then he played it again on PS4, and then when it came out on Switch, he played it again. So he's played through the game four times now. Mm-hmm. Um, but from my understanding, it's got a really good soundtrack. It's kind of got Shovel Knight platforming type, um, but it also has a lot of great humor. And then there's apparently a gameplay twist that happens in the middle of the game that that people mm. say is is so. I've heard it. In conversation, when they talk about Celeste and the Messenger, mm-hmm. Celeste feels like the more mainstream pick, uh, but everyone's okay, like, but gotcha. the Messenger was also really, really good. Gotcha. All right, best student game, which I'm assuming is a game made by a student, not Wait, a so which, game which that's you, good for students. <laughs> which did you? Yes, that is that is what that is. But which okay. do you did you think was going to win for best indie? Oh, best indie. I, I said Florence or Moss. I. So, I mean. I mean, I Florence was be... the one that I feel like I heard the most about. Yeah. But then, like, after what you said, it could be the messenger. I think that it's either going to be the messenger or Moss. Um, mm-hmm. I, I know Moss is a nominee for the VR list, but I think that there uh, okay. are a lot yeah. more powerhouses on that list. So I would, I, would, I would vote either messenger or Moss, and I think messenger or Moss would win. Yeah. Okay. So best student game, Combat 2018, Dash, Quasar, 
Jura, <laughs> lift and recharge, recolon charge. Here, now the, that so the, the caption for this is <laughs> the caption for this is awarded the best student project created at the high school or college level. Oh, um, yeah, that's kind of so, cool, but have no idea what any of them are. Yeah, well, looking at pictures, Lif looks to be the coolest because it kind of oh, looks yeah. like Okami. Ooh, I don't know what that is. The the wolf game, the very oh, like animated wolf okay. game that's come out well, several good times. Good for them. Um, Best multiplayer game, Fortnite. I mean, why even read the rest? I mean, you got Call of Duty, you got Destiny, which totally, totally should not count. I'm sorry. Destiny came out last year. I don't care what you say. Destiny came out last year. Fortnite hasn't even technically came out. So the only ones that should be eligible is Call of Duty, Monster Hunter Worlds, and Sea of Thieves. Now, the only thing I will say when it comes to Destiny is they specify Destiny 2 Forsaken because Forsaken brought Gambit, which Gambit is new to 2018. It didn't come out in 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Gambit uh, actually sounds super cool. Like, it's, did you play... Don't, don't did get you, me started on Destiny. Let's not get I'm not, I'm not going Destiny. to. But did you, did you ever but play you Firefight and Halo? No. You never played Firefight? Well, I don't have an Xbox, so, you know. You, so you've never played... Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Des, yeah. Gambit is kind of like Firefight because mm-hmm. you're two teams that are fighting basically NPCs. Mm-hmm. But in the middle of it, someone from either team can cross into the other team's game. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like points. Dark Souls in, yeah. in a way where you like invade their world and yeah. I think Fortnite or Black Ops 4 is going to win. I think, uh, I mean, Fortnite is the shoe in, and I mean, it's not. Uh, yeah, I mean, I have to. I I have to keep reiterating this just to make sure you guys know that I'm not trying to give Fortnite for no reason. It is a personal thing. Um, I guess, I guess I just feel like there are other games that deserve it more, like Monster Hunter World. If that somehow won, I would love that. That'd be great. That'd be great. Like, I feel like it's at least. Um, now, granted, there are plenty of other Monster Hunter games out there, but I feel like this is the one that really changed it for a lot of people. A lot of people who were not Monster Hunter players became Monster Hunter players because of this game. And I feel like that shouldn't be ignored. But because you have the big, colossal Call of Duty, Destiny, Fortnite, I feel like Monster Hunter doesn't even stand a chance. And I mean, like, is that fair? I don't think so, personally. Yeah, Black Ops Four, I think sh- I think does does deserve it because I feel like it's a it's a shining light on the Call of Duty community. That oh we've no, for the, the controversies that have been coming out about it—that is true about that is very like true. the servers going down to like two point four. But then even some of the stuff that like they've gotten rid of certain things and then put them into loot boxes, and it's like, oh really? Like you had us, Treyarch. You had us by the balls. You had everybody just suckling at the teat because they're like, oh my God, Call of Duty is is cool again. It's cool to like Call of Duty again. Like, how, when's the last time it was cool to like Call of Duty? I feel like Black Ops Black 2. Black Ops 3. 2, I would say, personally. Because Black even Ops, Black yes. Ops 3 had the haters that didn't like the wall running and all that. But so you I did have like, a lot of people. You did have. Yeah, I, I will. I, Black Ops Two was the pinnacle. But you did have yeah. Black Ops Three. You, the, what you had with Black Ops Three was Advanced Warfare came out, and a, a half was like jumping's kind of cool. I don't really like it. And Black Ops Three was like, oh, this feels a lot better than Advanced Warfare did. True. I mean, I. But 
I mean, I feel like in the general, the general when we're talking about Call of Duty, because Black Ops 3 still has the cloud over its head that it's just another Call of Duty. That's what it had looming over its head, whereas Black Ops 2, I feel like, is the last real time it was cool to like and enjoy Black Ops games or Call of Duty games. And so here we go. Black Ops 4, it's back to its roots in many ways. It's making innovations like the healing and like Blackout. But then like that's why I'm so frustrated because it's like I believed this is definitely past tense. I believed in black ops four, but it's like now with everything coming out about it, it's just like, it's just like destiny where they had really shady come out afterwards. It's like, Oh, people liked it for like literally 48 hours. Destiny. um, And call of duty is kind of the same where it's like, everybody was just on fucking board. And so for it to just turn around and be like, Oh yeah, well we want more money. Give us more money. Well, I think that, I think that, I think Black Ops Four is going to have a better tale. Like, for example, I, World War. Yeah. Well, oh, no, let me get to it. World War Two. World War Two came out and uh, was not a good game at the start. Like, it just wasn't what anyone wanted. And true, 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 it's true. it's reported that a lot. You know, it got better once one of the I can't remember who. I don't think it was Glenn Schofield. It may have been someone left over the creative lead for the game, and then they changed a bunch of stuff, and it made the game actually fun and playable. Yeah. So. Black Ops 4 right now is fun and playable. It's just got to get through the minutia of this other shit that's going on with it. So yeah. by the time it comes around to spring to summer, I think it'll be just fine. Because because spring to summer, spring to summer of this year is whenever everyone was like, oh, World War II is actually really fun because they fixed a lot of stuff. Yeah, but then it goes back to my whole argument with Destiny. Um, Destiny's my whole a argument with beast. But well, now, yeah, in a way, but in a way, it's similar in certain ways. In Destiny Two, what I was pissed off about is how everybody hated it and hated the DLCs, but then suddenly were okay with it with Forsaken. So I can't say the exact opposite about Black Ops Four, which kind of pisses me off because it's like I do like Black Ops Four, if only for like zombies and and multiplayer. You know, I yeah. like Blackout. I like I said uh, the other day, like I got my first um, win or something. You know, and so mm. it's nice. But then, yeah, for them to just one thing after another after another of them just kind of going back to their money grubby ways, and it's just it's sad. And I know, like, there's probably a good chance that a lot of it is Activision's fault and not necessarily straight up Treyarch's. But that just sounds like an excuse rather Treyarch than an explanation. Is at fault for, Treyarch is at fault for a lot of things because they're yeah. just not communicating very well. I, yeah. I will, Vonderhaar's trying, but when it comes to zombies, I know Jason Blund- Blundell or Blundell. Yeah, uh, that's that's a the, Jeff who's been on the show before. He's had a lot of criticisms about how, dude, this dude's not like he never talks, and this dude's not talking, and zombies is broken right now. It is. Um, I guess I'm just not that into it. Or like, yeah, I, I mean, he's, he's he's into like the Easter eggs and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But but at launch, he had a lot of crashes, and there were a lot of things that were oh. broken about it, huh. and then a lot of stuff with Easter eggs that didn't work. So, yeah. oh yeah, that would be really frustrating, especially if that's what you play it for. Like, I could totally understand that. Like, yeah. even just like getting the Redeemer in uh, Blood of the Dead or whatever. Something happened where every time I tried to get it, it f-ed up. Yeah, I would totally understand that. Um, so yeah, Fortnite for best multiplayer game. I mean, we both don't necessarily, well, we agree with it because we think that's what's going to happen, but I don't know. I'd like to see something else. Cause I'm, I'm definitely on your side where it's like, I don't want them to win everything. And 
you know, they're definitely going to bet. I mean, it's somewhere probably further up the list, but it, they're definitely going to win best ongoing <clears> game. <throat> so I'd rather them win that and then somebody else win best multiplayer game. I so, would rather Black Ops 4 win best multiplayer and Fortnite yeah. win best ongoing. Yeah. Yeah, 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 totally. Because they're not going to come out with another Fortnite next freaking year. <laughs> no, exactly. Sorry, yeah. sorry Call of yeah. Duty, but it's true. Um, all right, so best sports and racing game. Uh, FIFA 19, Forza Horizon 4, Mario Tennis Aces, NBA, or Pro Soccer. I'd like to say this one's probably going to be Forza. Or wait, uh, I'm yeah, not I'll saying say- it right, Forza. Forza. Right. I, w- I would give Forza? it to Forza as well. Okay, yeah. yeah, that's, that's Forza Horizon really Four is a a beautiful game, b a yeah. fun game. Yeah, and it, it, it. But you know, you do have a lot of soccer fans, a lot or football. You football. have a lot of FIFA fans. So which is it's FIFA funny. You have may FIFA take it. and bro, pro, bro, pro, pro evolution. Soccer. So yeah. what's the freaking difference? Like I know there it's is a different a, com- company or whatever, but still, there also there also is a difference in gameplay, like kind of how. Um, that's maybe a bad comparison, but how you know you you have you used to have the different baseball games and MLB the show. Yeah, there were a different. There is I can't tell you what it is because I'm not that type <laughs> of player. But right, but there is a difference. I know. All right, so yeah, I would think it would be Forza. I mean, Mario Tennis might come from the back and like pick it up, but I feel like enough people didn't like parts about the um, single player that they see Forza and they're like, here's the full package. Although that does have a lot of microtransactions, just going to say. Moving on up to uh, best family game. Which, um, let's point out, is almost all Nintendo games. Right. (laughs) Or ones that you can get on a Nintendo. So we got Mario Tennis Aces, Nintendo Labo, which really, there's no other family games than Nintendo Labo. I don't know. Overcooked to... Starlink, Battle for Atlas, and Super Mario Party. Starlink, I think, is definitely the one that sticks out like a sore thumb. Like, out of all the games that came out this year that were maybe not, like, you know, specifically family, but it's like, that that one really sticks out. Like, how is that a family game? Be, uh, I That's don't think it is. I think... I think exactly what happened is like, I think last year there was a category for best toys to life or, or there may have been something along those lines. And that oh, obviously yeah? doesn't exist anymore. So they probably were like, well, this is the best place that it will fit. I've heard oh, Starlink is a really good game. Oh like, yeah. Me really, too. Really I, fun I, game. I actually, if I had that, if I had that, to, that's always the thing about the toys of life, even like Disney infinity, I got hard into that. I have a ton of figurines. Um, and I'm not afraid to admit it. Um, I got two and three and honestly, like three was the best. Like they got their combat down because that's when they started having avalanche come in and teach them how to do like, Oh my God. Plus star Wars. Hello, star Wars, Marvel and Disney all together. Yes, please. And the fact that it just shut down, it's like, dang it. Right. When it was getting good. That's what sucks. That's what sucks about it is that it was getting good. Get good, son. Um, get good, son. Uh, but yeah, like Starlink, like if I had that type of money and I hadn't, I guess let's put it this way. If I hadn't already invested in Disney Infinity, I think I would invest in this. Mm-hmm. But since I already have that hole in my wallet, it's like, here's all these figurines that, yeah, sure, I can use. But like, what's the point? It's not ongoing anymore. Like, whereas Starlink, I mean, you have Lego Dimensions, you have Spyro, you have... All these other, uh, well, obviously, I guess there's just the three main ones: Skylanders, Disney Infinity, yep. um, Lego Dimensions. Yep. Um, That's it. Just three, right? I think so. Okay, think so yeah, so. so you already have three that 
potentially the same people that Starlink is going for potentially already got burned by another game. And that's what really sucks about it is that it probably is a really good game, but people have been burned and they have all these figurines for something that works to a certain extent, but just, you know, part of the appeal of most of those are the fact that um, you could use them in all the subsequent games going forward. That's what was mm-hmm. the appeal was. So this one has a really big shoe to fill, and I just don't know if it's up for it. Um, yeah. So which now, one do you the, think? The, Sorry. I was going to say, I will defend Nintendo Labo. I think this does deserve to be on Family Game because yeah. it's a family activity. You buy this true, for your true, kid. True, true. Hey, let's build the boxes. Let's build the cardboard together, and then let's play it and see. Mm-hmm. Let's let's play the creation that you made. So I think that's a right. shoe in for a Family Game. As yeah. far as what would win... I think it's either going to be Mario Party or Nintendo Labo. I would love Overcooked to win. I would love I just don't do, I think I think you're right about Super Mario Party, honestly, but I would love for Overcooked to to win because it really deserves recognition. In the market share of everything, I can't I can't say that Overcooked 2 is big enough though that a lot of families play it together is the only thing. Where That's I can see do, Labo and Super That's Mario Party. <laughs> yeah. But I can see Yeah. I can see the the commercials of Nintendo Labo and Super Mario True. Party, people around True. the couch, you know. So Yeah, I mean I, I, I would want Overcooked to win. If I if Overcooked two won, I would I would shout to the heavens because it's like I really feel like it does deserve it. And who knows, maybe the industry will pull together, but then again, Nintendo, everybody just sucks it so goddamn hard that Mario party is almost a shoe in. So yeah. All right. Sure. Best fighting game, blue blaze cross tag battle. Blast blue. Uh, you know what? Dragon ball fighter Z soul caliber VI. <laughs> Street Fighter, Soul Caliber, V Arcade. <laughs> um, I I would say Fighter Z would probably. I think be it's either sh- going to be Soul Caliber or Fighters. Um, I definitely think Soul Caliber. I mean, I haven't personally played that. I know there's definitely a fan base there, but I feel like Fighter Z did enough that was really, really good for the fighting community. That I feel like that's going to get a lot of attention. I hope because I agree. Whereas Star uh, Street Fighter Five Arcade that it's technically came out yesterday Fighter. or yesterday that technically came out last year, and this is just the repackaged version of it. Yeah. So I'd rather something that actually did come out this year to get the to get the prize. What I will say for Soul Calibur Six is. A lot of people like Soul like Soul Calibur fans come out of the fucking woodwork when Soul Calibur games come out. I, true, it's true, crazy how much I see. But another thing that Soul Calibur Six has that's been very beneficial in the mainstream is it's very competent character creation. I mean, mm, okay. I have cool. seen like some of the best fighting creations I've ever seen. I've seen people make Thanos, people make Doctor Strange, people Sweet. do all. Co- I mean, if you if you get bored, look it up and see all the creations. I mean, it's insane. <laughs> Yeah, that'll so, be the first thing, buddy. Yeah, so I mean, I think it's a shoe in for either Dragon Ball Fighters or Soul Calibur Six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, uh, best. Oh, sorry, almost missed it. Uh, best VR AR game. Really, AR? Are any of these AR? Of, no, but I think just to be general and broad, they oh, had to okay. put those category. That's this weird. is a fucking oh. list, dude. 
And yeah. especially because, first off, shout out to PSVR. Because every yeah. single one of these games, except for Beat Saber, even though Beat Saber's out now, every single one of these games is a PSVR exclusive That's game. true. Holy shit, you're right, yeah. But Beat Saber is eventually coming to VR, so good for PSVR. It's actually out now. So oh, that's what it? I'm getting at is, yeah, oh, it's out now. Shit, yeah. But here's here's another thing about this list is this this is a calm this is a good list for games that I'm going to play. That right? if if I ever get a VR, these are so stuff I guess that let's actually play. say the list now. <laughs> yeah, Astro right. Astrobot right. Rescue Mission, uh, Beat Saber, Firewall Zero Hour, Moss, and Tetris Effect. Which f- Tetris Effect? I'm still gonna go there. F- Tetris, Tetris effect. I mean, oh my god, it's Tetris, but now I can see the 3D of the bo- f- you. God damn it. It's I mean, Mizuguchi nope. is a So, I mean, This is This Tetris effect, I will say I will only pick up when it goes on sale. I'm not going to pay full price for it because I don't like Maybe best arcade game, but best VR. What's VR about it? Is that you can literally see the other side of the cube? Like, who the well, no, so, cares? Well, no, so, I mean, you know who made Tetris Effect, right? No, and I... This, well, I did mean, you ever I play with some big, big person. I understand Did you ever that. play it's Res just, Infinite? Sure. Do, or or do, have you ever seen no. Res Infinite? <laughs> well, it's, I've seen it's it. Based, I know of yeah. it, yes. Yeah, so it's like particles and like music yeah. it's just a whole cacophony of things so that's okay, what okay. that's what tetris effect has going for it is it's tetris but with res infinite and so ah. the reason why it's on this list is because everyone's saying it's fun but when it's in vr it's a completely different experience so you know i i will 100 percent admit that until you experience something in vr like me and you have it is hard to explain to people. So unless yeah. I try Tetris Effect, which means it would have to be a PSVR free game on PlayStation Plus, because I w- I wouldn't spend money on it. I'm sorry, you know. I just want either that or a demo. I mean, I just don't imagine myself spending money on this, you know. And I that's just my personal opinion. Now, who do we think would actually win? Me, Beat Saber. So here's the thing. This is like I've said before. This is a competent list yeah, because definitely. I'm trying to figure out how much Tetris effect is. Give me one second. Oh, there it was. Uh, it's a very competent list because Astrobot Re- Rescue Mission is getting such high praise and is being equated to a VR version of Super Mario 64. Wow. Because of what? So wow. so okay. If you get a VR for Christmas, there's yeah. a free app that's basically like it's PlayStation VR bots. Well, and yeah, so I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Did you play that though? Did you play the the rescue? No, mission? I didn't see the. Uh, no, I didn't play the rescue mission. I played office stuff, office uh-huh. max, office What's simulator. There you go, office simulator. I played that. Job simulator. I played Job the simulator. London, the London thing. So, so. The, the there's a demo. There's a mini game in that free game app on PSVR right. that basically is Astrobot Rescue Mission, but they made an actual game out of it. But the things that you can do in it is very cool. So just to kind of give you a brief example, you it's it's like Moss. So you are, you know, your VR, you're viewing, that's the camera. So when you look down, you can see a visual representation of your controller and you're guiding oh, cool, around cool, this cool. little rescue guy going to get bots. But what's cool is... For example, okay, let's say you have a platforming section, or the whole game's platforming, but you have a mm-hmm. section that's got a a hook attachment. And so what you do is you look at your controller, you swipe up on the touchpad, and it shoots out a um, 
a rope from the from the controller and it latches on and so oh, you're like moving it around and so now. yeah it's it's very cool like peep the re- why they're saying Ooh, it's like wow. super mario 64 is it saying that a game that did so well for the nintendo 64 like super mario is going oh. to do the same for vr i hope this actually looks kind of cool yeah oh, so you, you have all the little guys on your controller yeah that's cool so that is definitely going to be a contender. Now, another one I'll say is Firewall Zero Hour. Firewall Zero Hour, you're basically playing Counter-Strike with your friends, but you, in real life. I mean, it's it's seven players. I think it's like 4v. It's 4v4. And you're playing. What? Oh, sorry. I'm still watching the trailer, bro. <laughs> There's this one part where he shoots out like... um chinese stars so that the little astrobot could jump on them yeah and then there's it looks like a, a water spout so then he grows things so we can jump on it this is freaking awesome yeah it's it's if i get a vr for christmas that's one of the ones holy crap yeah and i like how a lot of these things are very mini gamey but they turned it into a real fucking game like this is wow yeah you're absolutely right about it yeah. This, yeah, I don't know. This might this might be one of now, this might be a real shoe in. I don't know. Yeah. Now look up firewall. Just look up a quick firewall. Okay. And I'll explain Beat Saber. Beat Saber, I don't really need to explain. Beat Saber, right. you're playing a rhythm game with fucking lightsabers. Right. <laughs> so, it's one of those that I think popularity-wise that it's definitely going to be a contender. But what's very cool about Firewall like I was saying earlier is it's 4v4 you guys are all wearing headsets. You have aim controllers, which is the best way to play. Right. And you're pulling up your gun. When you pull up your gun in the aim controller, you can view down sights. And mm-hmm. it's you're playing with other players. It's a working VR multiplayer game on the PSVR. Hmm. And, you know, there's got... I mean, of course, there's some graphical things that aren't fantastic. But the immersion and the interactivity you can have with it is 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 outstanding. Now, the only yeah. thing that's a detriment to it is the best way to play it is with an aim controller. And not everybody has an aim controller uh, right, so yeah. and then moss moss is kind of like astrobot Re- rescue mission but i feel like astrobot's more accessible because it's a little bit more like in marketing terms oh that's very cutesy oh that little mouse is cute but i don't know if i want to get lost in that world so i think that it's either going to be beat saber or astrobot i really yeah think yeah also After by the way seeing astrobot Pet- like yeah i i can totally agree with that update tetris effect is 40 dollars right now God, see what I mean? Like, why would yeah? That is how old of a game. Like, that's that's kind of my main thing. Is it's it's an old ass game. I don't care now, if you're whenever, doing it in a new way. It's it's just making a line and then it explodes. That's what it is. Well, now one thing I will say is on PS3 when that Tetris game came out on PS3, uh, whatever it was called, uh, it was twenty bucks. So yeah, I got it for I got it for free exactly. on PlayStation Plus. So that's that's my point right there. You know. um, it's hard to say that the uh, firewall looks awesome because this just kind of looks like Rainbow Six um, VR. That's it's really VR Rainbow it, Six. That works. That's pretty that, much the gist of it. That's kind of all it looks like. So this would, but I can see the merit behind it, especially if it works. That's the key word. Is that I feel like there were other things even just last year where there were shooters and they did not work. So I mean, yeah, this one nice. does. Okay, uh, best yeah. mobile game: Donut County, Florence, Fortnite, PUBG, Reigns, God of or Game of War. Game of wow, I mean, Game of Thrones. Yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah, God of Thrones. 
Um, I think Fortnite. I mean, Fortnite. This I mean, down. Yeah. And this one, I actually would say probably would deserve because that is a technological achievement. You're yeah. playing the exact same game yeah. on your phone with everyone else. Yeah. So I True. would give Fortnite that. That I think should win it. Games for impact. Um, this one was really nice last year because who won it was a, a a developer that basically retold his experience of his of his kid going through cancer and dying of cancer. That was my dragon. Yeah, something I can't cancer, remember it one, like but yeah, it was it was something like that. And like that that really is kind of cool. And so eleven eleven memories retold Celeste, uh, which from what you heard or told me is you know that might be a shoe in uh florence once again is kind of uh life is strange too um i don't know i feel like i didn't hear as much about life is strange too that i heard uh, about life is strange one because like life is strange like a lot of people wouldn't shut up about and the lead up to life is strange i feel like i heard a lot about it before but not after and then mm-hmm. mi- the missing jj macfield and the island of memories so not having played not having played really any of these except for Celeste um mm-hmm. Celeste is going to be my vote and I yeah. also think Celeste will win because true, the true, definition true. for Games for Impact on the Game Awards website is for a thought-provoking game with a profound pro-social meaning or message and Celeste does that to a T. Yeah. I mean in the first mission the only other they, thing I would say is Florence just because of what I've heard about that. Yeah, but the only thing with Florence is Florence is a kind of real life simulation of, of a relationship. And that's the experience you have. Whereas Celeste is like, Hey, I I'm telling you that your mental health is okay. We're going to find me and you, the player and the game, we're going to find, you know, a a way to show you that this is okay. Mm -hmm. Interesting. So I think Celeste is a shoe in for this. Sweet. All right. So then best performance, Brian Deckard as Connor Detroit become human. Uh, Christopher Judge as Kratos. Yes, please. Boy. Boy. <laughs> boy, 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 boy. I like that. <laughs> I like that compilation somebody made of him just saying boy. Um, all right. Melissa. Th- 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 oh, M- I, Melissa. I, Mahout. Melissa. Oh, man. I am so I apologize so much. That is that is a name. I like exotic names. That is a name right there. As Cassandra. Uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Roger Clark as Author Morgan, Red Dead Redemption Two, or Yuri Lowenthal, Lowenthal as Peter Parker. In now, here's what I'll say: I want Christopher Judge to win, or even Brian Deckard. I this is the this is what you were saying about before, where we hope Red Dead Redemption doesn't just wipe the floor, because I'm sure Roger Clark probably does a good job as Arthur Morgan, but the impact that um kratos has on me will be felt for years to come just like the impact of joel from the last of us will mm-hmm. will i mean oh god yeah i mean so that's so, what i hope that's what i hope yeah so to break these down a little bit brian from which i find is very interesting i've got to really go back and play detroit become human because brian Deckard as Connor from Detroit Become Human is has been the like out of the three characters you play as in the game he's the one that everyone's like oh my god so I think his story is the most interesting because yeah, um, yeah. Mel- uh, listen the I'm just gonna say her first name um, from my understanding is a lot of people's favorite part about Odyssey being able oh, okay. to play yeah. through her story is very refreshing and it's a different take than what we've seen before yeah um, my 
picks in between and who I think might win. Yuri Lowenthal. So something that's, it's not just best VO, it's best performance. True. Out of this list, I think that Christopher Judge and Yuri Lowenthal both excelled in what they were given. Right. The fact that Yuri, the, the biggest thing that can't be understood is that Yuri Lowenthal was able to come in out of nowhere and be everyone's Peter Parker and not be weird of, oh, I know my Peter Parker as someone else. The mm-hmm. fact that he was immediately shooed in, it's, I mean, it's, that's, that's not really heard of. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, people yeah, have really their specific, point. like nowadays, oh yeah, Tom Holland's Peter Parker, but he was able to put on a performance and be Peter Parker and just yeah. everything about it. Like one of my, I don't know if you ever got to it. One of my favorite scenes in the game is a, you're watching it, you're not playing it, but he is having a text argument with Mary Jane. While he's running around grappling to buildings, and he's like, "Oh, she just she just sent a text that I have to respond to fast. I got to swing around to this building." And you're the entire experience of it was very interesting. But Christopher Judge, not being a parent, he he had a large task of breathing life into this character that a lot of people really didn't like. Mm-hmm. Kratos for years was a very oh, one dimensional, yeah. angry character. But for you to, and this kind of goes back to uh, a couple episodes ago, or whenever I'm getting all confused now. Yeah, um, how much we've been recording? To, <laughs> yeah, yeah, how much we've been recording? But I, I had said that I was listening to a recent kind of funny games daily, and the host that was on there, uh, who was he was a small time creator, they were talking about favorite PlayStation moments, and he was in the Marines. And one of his favorite moments is the moment at the beginning of God of War when he's going to cut down that tree but sees his wife's handprint. And mm-hmm. his what he said was what stuck out to him was you could see the look on Kratos' face of the years of damage that he did, the years of turmoil that he had to go through. And you could see that performance all on his face. Yeah, And that was... Part of that was animated, of course, but that was also Christopher Judge's performance. Yep, performance, absolutely. So, I think Christopher Judge is, is going to nail this category, and I hope I he really, wins. really hope. I and I mean, once I'll, I'll say the same thing about Red Dead Redemption that I had to say about Fortnite, in that I don't, you know, I don't want to say like if you're playing this, you're a bad person. That's not what I mean. However, because of the rock star effect, the Blizzard effect is that when it comes out... The Nintendo effect. Good point, good point, very good point. When it comes out, everything else is dwarfed. And I'm not saying that in some cases it doesn't deserve it, like Breath of the Wild or something like that. But in some cases, like, there are other games that exist, people. You know what I mean? So, like, I I said this during our Game of the Year, which will actually come out on December 7th or something like that. I said it during that, and the fact that even if you're not a dad, you can you can sympathize with a dad character like that who is very uh, reserved and very much, I'm a man's man. There are so many people who, if they are not a father, they can... Re- re- they can... Oh, damn it, words. They can relate to having a father like that. And so now you're, you don't have a father like that. You are playing as a father like that. And that impact, especially just so many instances of him just like belittling his son, but it's like he really he's doing it for like quote unquote the right reasons. It's it, it yeah. hits you. It it hits you so it's bad. A, it's also one of those that out of the people on this list and the games that I've played, God of War is the only one that I am like I experienced that. I didn't play that. I was a mm-hmm, part of that mm-hmm, journey. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So, so I think hopefully speaks- Christopher Judge, but I don't know. Roger Clark yeah. might eat that one up. Best independent game. So we have Celeste, Dead Cells, Into the Breach, Return of the Obra Din. What's that? Obra Din. Um, and The Messenger. Uh, I feel like Celeste is probably a shoe in for that one. I hope because I think it's going to get games for impact. So the thing with these is votes are probably going to get split because people want people who are like, Oh, it's not going to get that. So let's give it this. Yeah. Um, so I think it's either going to be dead cells or the messenger. Cause I feel That's like Celeste point, is going to yeah. be a shoe in for games for impact. All right. Uh, best audio design, call of duty, uh, Forza horizon Four, God of war, Marvel Spider-Man Red Dead Redemption 2. Um it's probably going to be Red Dead. Yeah, probably. I would give it to Spider-Man because I feel like one of the things they do well in the performance is they have several different effort recordings depending on what you're doing. So if you're having a conversation on your phone and you're just standing on the rooftop, you're talking, but if you're swinging, you kind of have a more strain to your voice because you're yep. active. You're okay. you're yeah. Uh, best score in music: Celeste, God of War, Marvel, Spider Man, Nino Kuni Two, Octopath Traveler, or Red Dead Redemption Two. I can't talk to Octopath, Nino Kuni, um, but or Celeste, I guess. But I would say like um, one thing that sent chills down my spine was that deep, deep baritone choir. Yeah, during God of War, like those opening segments, especially like that first time, like you kind of like see him and his son and just that deep, deep voice when he goes up to his wife and he's like, you know, you like I said, you know, he puts his hand on her. It's like, oh, my God, just that. I've got to go back uh, after after this uh, after December. I've got to go back and play God of War because it's just it's teasing me. Oh, my God. This is very hard. I really don't know. Um, I I think from a music perspective, from the score itself, I would love to say God of War because they went they went back and there's a lot of segments in God of War that are just a cappella, so it's just the choir, it's just the the score itself, and you know like it strips it down to that nature, and it just it's so good. And I know Red Dead Redemption does like a lot of dynamic things where it's like it'll be different whether or not you're riding a horse or on foot. Same thing with like Marvel's Spider-Man. You know, it'll be different if you're swinging versus but like God of War stripping it down just like, oh, my God, hits you. It's good. I think it's I think it's going to be between going to be between Celeste, God of War or Marvel Spider-Man, because I think both are Celeste. One of the things you got to give to Celeste is the fact of the game is designed for you to die repeatedly. It is very yep, difficult. Yep. So for so them it needs to, to be not able... being annoying as f- <laughs> correct. And the music, I still like uh, the music's great. It's very pixel arty, but it's very it's some of my favorite platforming music. Yeah. So if I had to pick one, I think that oh, if if Red Dead doesn't win, it's probably going to be either Spider Man or Celeste. Okay. Uh, best art direction, uh, Assassin's Creed, God of War, Octopath Traveler, Red Dead Redemption, or Return to uh, or Obra Dinn. Uh, if we're talking about art, I feel like Octopath Traveler should win. Yeah, I do too. It's a visually stunning game. Yes. Uh, best ongoing game, this one definitely is a shoe in uh, Destiny 2 Forsaken, Fortnite. 
No Man's Sky, Overwatch, and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six. Um, yeah. Siege. Siege, sorry. That's one I just want to clarify. What, no, it's, it's, it's a shit. You know what? What other Rainbow Six game is ongoing, you jagged? <laughs> uh, that's fair. It's a, it's a shoe, and it, it, it's going to be Fortnite. Yeah. If not, I think it would be Overwatch. Yeah, yeah. One of those two. Overwatch won it last year, and Fortnite wasn't quite the juggernaut that it was this year. So it would be interesting if Overwatch it's gonna, won again. But yeah, definitely I think it's going to be Fortnite. If yeah. anything, I'm I'm really surprised that um, I'm really surprised that uh, Warframe didn't make it back in because with what Warframe's doing. But you know, uh, so yeah, Fortnite for that one. Uh, best narrative: um, Detroit Become Human. God of War, Life is Strange 2, which this is weird. Life is Strange 2, Episode 1. Has not all the other episodes come out? No, they may be on Episode 2. Oh, wow. But I'm not I'm not 100% huh. sure yet. Okay, so uh, Life is Strange 2, Episode 1, Marvel, Spider-Man, and Red Dead Redemption 2. Um, narratively speaking, I would hope God of War. I would as well, but I would. Wa- I think in this category, I would want Detroit Become Human to win because I think that game deserves to win something. It would be nice, but then once again, our cynical side will say almost everything might win Red Dead Redemption. But yeah. I want, I want it to be God of War. So the only uh, thing I will say is Marvel Spider Man may be in the running because of the fact of they were able to make a very, very good original Spider Man story. Yeah. Um, best game direction, A Way Out, Detroit Become Human, which, I mean, A Way Out, let's just say, f*** the Oscars. <laughs> I almost made you squirt. Giggity. Giggity. That's um, why that was at, at the very bottom of the list. That's why it was on there was f*** the Oscars. <laughs> um, A Way Out, Detroit Become Human, God of War, uh, Marvel Spider-Man, and Red Dead Redemption. I mean, I feel like a lot of these are just going to be between God of War and Red Dead Redemption, if I'm being honest. Now, I agree. You know, of course, best game direction narrowed down to is awarded to a game studio for outstanding creative vision and innovative innovation in game direction and design. So, Ooh, if you're speaking, so God of War, the right? One camera, one camera, right? Yeah, but a way out. A way out was also very compelling as well. I don't think it's going to win by Definitely any not. means, but <laughs> I think that. It's I think it's going to be between God of War, Detroit, or or Red Dead. Yeah, you know I uh, hope God of War. I God of War I think deserves to win it because that one camera. That one now camera, from what the fact from that what you I can hear, play the whole freaking game with no loading screen, one camera, one camera angle, and the how dynamic that is and how like artistic that is. I mean, yeah, go on. Sorry. For, well, from what I hear, Red Dead does the same thing a little bit later on in the game. Like after you kind of get out of the beginning stuff and those cutscenes aren't very often, after a while, what you're playing is what you're playing. You're not really getting into any other cutscenes. But mm-hmm. God of War, I want to say for at least this year going forward, pioneered that. So much so that any time that I stopped playing God of War, I wasn't out of a menu. I put my PlayStation to rest, picked it back up, and I was right back in the movie I was playing. Yep, yep. Um, Best role-playing Dragon Quest Eleven, Monster World, Monster Hunter World, Nino Kuni, Octopath Traveler, Pillars of Eternia, Dead Fire. I would have to give it to either Pillars of Eternia or Octopath Traveler. Although there are a lot of Dragon Quest, you know, fanboys out there for sure. Yeah, I'm gonna abstain from this one because I I, I don't know enough 
I don't know enough, um, but I I would hope Monster Hunter World would win because I think it deserves at least something. Maybe maybe just deserves a nomination. I'm not 100. percent Yeah, but um, I would hope Octopath does because I think Octopath has done mm-hmm. has been a very unique, very good game that's come out this year. If I'm going off the buzz from the industry alone and people in general, I would have to give it to either Octopath Traveler or Pillars of Eternia. But if I have to choose absolutely one, probably Octopath Traveler. Yeah, I'd agree with that. uh, Best action adventure game, Assassin's Creed, God of War, Marvel... Uh, Red Dead Redemption, and hey, look who got on the list! Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Yay! <laughs> um, I hope Assassin's or... Creed win this. I, uh, I honestly do because I think eh. Assassin's Creed is 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 a very good Red Dead Redemption. Game. Just being on the fucking list is unfortunately just like since it's on most of them, it's like that's that's my worry is that it's gonna win all of them, you know? But um, I'd have to say either Red Dead or God of War. Like, I mean. That's that's also the unfortunate thing that since it's on all the lists and God of War is on all the lists, it's hard to pick which one. I know this is this was technically supposed to be predictions, and we keep p- picking like two of them or whatever. But it's it's hard to say. It really is because, like, the cynic in me wants to say Rockstar is gonna like wipe the slate clean, but then the industry coming together and voting for God of War, I feel like is gonna happen a lot. You know, yeah. I feel like the industry is probably smart enough to do it like me and you would, which was which would be to give certain things. But when you add in the human element, the human element, there might be way too many people voting for one over the other. So yeah. uh, best action game, Call of Duty, Black Ops, um, Dead Cells, Destiny 2, that game, Mega Man 11. <laughs> for anyone not looking at the list that gave us far cry 5 <laughs> how the hell did that even make it here honestly they i i don't i don't I it really didn't don't make know. it on any other list but best action really i don't know like i don't see it as an action game i like all these are first person as, aside from um dead cells, dead cells and mega, and mega man. man and like for me like action doesn't mean first person it means if anything, Dead Cells and Mega Man are the ones that deserve to be on an action game, in my yeah. opinion. So, um, yeah, but who's gonna win? Uh, I'd like to say Dead Cells. You know, yeah. like if, if the one that probably deserves it the most, probably Dead Cells. All right, in the I'd game of the Cells. year, uh, Assassin's Creed, Celeste, God of War, Spider Man, uh, Monster Hunter World, Red Dead Redemption Two. Ah, it's probably going to be Red Dead. I'm going. I'm going to vote and predict god of war because i'm a hopeful bastard but it's prob red dead 2 is probably going to win game of the year yeah yeah uh i just i just feel like uh with the industry the way it is i feel like red dead redemption just how much sucking there's been going on about it you know from an industry standpoint now there's plenty of like um mom and pop youtubers that are like oh red dead redemption is actually quite annoying because the controls are stuck back in the 2000s so you have those people but the industry as a whole was very much like just 
sucking on Red Dead's teat. And I mean, you know, if if we're going from a voting standpoint, I feel like that's what's going to win, you know, because I, I could say the same thing about Breath of the Wild. Everybody would not shut the hell up about it, you know, and of course it won. Of course it did. You know, so it's like I would love God of War to win most of these. But the fact of the matter is, is that when it comes from an industry standpoint, there are so many people, so many people who just hold Red Dead to just such a high standard. Like, this isn't even a game or this is what games should uh, like. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, I, uh, oh, my God. I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it because it really is the amount of admiration that they have for this is ridiculous. It's so much so that it's like, how could anything live up to it? And that's sort of my problem with it. Yeah, I agree. So, yeah. So, um, all right. Um, so, I mean, I think that's pretty much going to be the show for today. Thank you so much for joining us. What are your predictions? I mean, are they pretty much going to be the same as ours? You know, do you agree with our predictions or do you do you? Do you have more hope? <laughs> All right. So make sure to go to TX3 Productions on Twitter or ThreadX3 Productions on Facebook. You can also add at gmail.com. And that's our email, ThreadX3Productions at gmail.com. Thank you so much, Nate. Oh, you're welcome. And make sure to tune into the YouTube to see all the funny pictures and chicken nuggets and <laughs> that we do on the pre-show and all kinds of stuff like that. Yep, definitely check out our YouTube if you haven't. Um, we we will be having more and more on that through, especially through the new year. So check, look out for that uh, Threat X Three production on YouTube. All right, thank you so much for joining us for this Nerd to the Third, where you can always talk nerdy to me. <laughs> <laughs>